0: Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the shutdown full cast. That's right, it's the Internet's only college football podcast. Mm, thought we'd take this opportunity here, a, a week shy of WrestleMania, which, as we know, is the biggest college football event of the year. So just you know, see how we're feeling. See see how what was on our, what's on our hearts. Because you know, before we before you go into a battle royale, you got to make sure the body mind and spirit are all set and prepared because okay, once you hang on Well, i'm sorry what
1: in the spirit of interrupting which is a common wrestling trope mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I have something on my heart
0: okay i have to act real surprised about it hold on
1: whoa 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 what? where's that coming from? What's, what's holly holly
2: anderson doing here yeah coming down from the rafters all
1: right all right y'all all right hang on i i want to lay out a very uh, i i want to lay out a very specific path for the two of you Uh, for the one of you who I did not wake up at 11 o'clock last night screaming through the phone about Michael Bolton. I I would like to speak about the television program Billions. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of reasons that might seem like an odd choice for this show. Uh, For one thing, there's there's no news hook. Mm -hmm. I know that we try to be topical. WrestleMania is a week away. Billions is like four weeks into its fourth season. Same thing. Right. Right, so maybe on full cast time it makes sense that we're coming around to it, too. Billions is on Showtime. We are but humble bloggers, uh, not rolled deep in the premium cable game. Uh, and maybe most crucially, Billions is a show written about rich people in New York by other rich people in New York. Mm-hmm. So it may seem an odd choice of entertainment fare. I feel with the development of last night's episode, which is called Chicken Town, <laughs> this show needs to be brought into the consciousness of our collective listeners.
0: It's called Chicken Town. It's I'm, called Chicken Town. I'm, I'm listening.
1: Okay, so first of all, this is this is an approach with caution because here is a show written by, for, and about rich New Yorkers which I kind of watch as though I'm watching a foreign language film with no captions. Mm-hmm. I don't understand any of the references in it. Yeah. I don't understand when they all lock eyes and cackle knowingly about the Yankees or French playboy in the seventies or any of these other rich 50 year old things that I'm supposed to be conversing in to watch the show. And I'm even more taken aback than I usually am watching this deep well of insanity. Uh, which I only started watching in the first place, I should probably point out, because one of the one of the guys who created it um used to be a Grantlin guy. And so, you know, you you're gonna watch Brian's show. It's on the air. We're gonna watch it. Um so last night's episode opens in Arkansas and my back starts to go up a little bit. <laughs> Because here is a show about New Yorkers, written by New Yorkers. That it's going to set itself in Arkansas. What unfolded over the next hour was not what I imagined mm-hmm. was going to happen. I don't want to reveal too much of the plot because I feel like you can all just go in cold and understand if you have showtime. Just go in cold to the chicken town episode in season four and, and come tell me what you think about it. Um, It also helps not to know any Bruce Springsteen songs as I don't. So when a man skates into the middle of a trading floor to start singing a song about a chicken man, you think he's just making it up and you don't understand that this is some kind of deep reference, but then they go to Arkansas. They do not really make fun of Arkansas. It, Arkansas is portrayed fairly uh, in a neutral light as the site of much hilarity. Uh, no one has a deep understanding of anything brought on by a diner. Uh, no one talks about our shitbird orange president. And the line, forget it, Bill, it's chicken town, is uttered with a straight face <laughs> by, by a noted actor uh, of Stage and Scream. All of this pales. Spencer, can I just throw to you as you explain the the thing with Michael Bolton? Can mm-hmm. you explain our deal with Michael Bolton in a way that doesn't make it sound real weird?
0: Okay, so Michael Bolton is a uh, Michael Bolton is a trump card if you're playing any kind of roundtable music game. And by that meaning it could be uh, suicide karaoke where you know, everybody sort of draws out of a hat a song that somebody put in there. That you know you might deem embarrassing, impossible to sing, or otherwise um, just an awful experience for everybody else, right? Jason, have you ever played suicide karaoke? No. Yeah, it's um, so we have. Yeah, it's rough. It's very rough. We would also do this in turntable, which if which is an, you know uh, an old RIP app turntable. Yes, where you could go in and listen to music with people, and you would take turns DJing. And there were several songs that were always you know like. The ultimate change-up, and one of them was Steel Bars by Michael Bolton.
1: Which someone on this call uh, tended to overuse.
0: Yeah, someone, not me. Or it, Jason.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was me. It, uh, was it, it was my go-to board Now song, was assaulting my co-workers ears uh, with the song Steel Bars by Michael Bolton. I discovered last night that that may be the only song that I know by Michael Bolton, but it's enough. And now I'm trying to describe the part that Steel Bars has taken in our lives in a post turntable world where I will just call people for no reason and scream it at them. Can
0: like you this. That now? Yeah, if you want to hear
1: Steel Bars! Like yeah. yeah. Nice. So, anyway, it? that happened last night. I was already high by about 40 minutes into the show. And then the chorus of steel bars comes blaring out of a scene out of nowhere, y'all. I got I got turntable FM by a New York City television show on Showtime on the Sabbath.
0: Was it at the key change or was it? Yes, same? it was, it was okay. Okay.
1: right after the bridge. It yeah. was right when everybody starts to clap. I I thought I was hallucinating. It's
0: one of the songs that has the the really dramatic chorus, and then they feel the need to add a key change to it, which is kind of like. Oh, this barn's on fire. We should drop napalm on it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm not, I I feel like I'm not selling this well enough because I don't want to explain any more about this that is utterly necessary because I need you all to go in cold. Uh, But please watch the Chicken Town episode of Billions on Showtime and join me because I'm not convinced that what I saw was not like a 57 minute long fever dream with a lot of Bruce Springsteen songs in it.
0: Also, you're challenging Jason for the Mid-Continental title belt on Saturday, whether he likes it or not, brother.
1: This is also fine. Okay, y'all can talk about wrestling now. I've done my evangelizing. In
2: Jackson, Mississippi. (laughs) Holly, I think this is good because it's more um, a, it's almost like you're asking for a confirmation that this thing exists. I am.
1: Jason, I really am because I'm not sure.
2: Okay. well, Well, we'll take a look. We'll get wisdom of the crowds on it I'll, I'll try and take a look we'll get we'll get as many eyeballs as we can on this thing uh yeah try to like it was uh, it was it's... a
1: strong episode before i got it was like john boyce was piloting this episode mm-hmm. so you're and at the very end i got a michael bolton song flung at me
2: what level of knowledge would you recommend of seasons one two and three and of none previous episodes in in season four just none start with going cold okay okay yeah. no problem I think we can get this done.
1: It's So billion. the thing I like about Billions, I should also point out, I started watching it because I knew one of the people who had created the show. I keep watching it because if I wrote a show about New York City, done entirely in memes that originated south of the Mason-Dixon, this is what I would do. But it's written mm-hmm. by actual people from New York. And they all chew scenery like Anne margaret on crystal meth. It's kind of wrestling. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, you got to have mic skills. And I think everybody on that show has mic skills.
1: Everyone at this show is operating at like a nine at all times. Like no one, no one ever just says anything. I think the Uh, first line of the season that was spoken by an actual person was there tighter than ACDC in 76? And they were talking about like a fucking stock. <laughs> it's all like that. It's amazing. It also forms my entire understanding of New York City, which may explain several things.
2: That's good. I, I, I think that's about all anyone needs to know. Whatever, Correct. Anything you need to know about New York City, you can discover in Arkansas. I've always said this.
1: Correct. The Arkansas segment is quite nice. There's a fishing show.
2: As there should be.
1: Yeah, and something called the Arkansas Chicken Index. <laughs> y'all, y'all watch this show and convince me that I didn't—that I'm not dead. I'm just right glad
0: we're—I'm t- glad we're talking about this on the seven-year anniversary of Bobby Petrino. I'm sorry, nine-year anniversary of Bobby Petrino laying his motorcycle yeah.
1: down. Man, the numerology seven, nine, here just not does nine. not lie.
0: Is it seven or nine?
1: It's got to be seven. How could it be nine?
0: Because uh, I'm bad at math.
2: Well, that's this fine. Is true.
0: I guess it's nine now. That's why it could be nine. It's nine. Seven. Seven or nine. Seven and nine are the same number. Thank you.
1: In my opinion.
2: (laughs) Just call it the Jeff Jeff Fisher span. Where? It was about one Jeff Fisher ago.
0: (laughs) It was one Jeff Fisher somewhere between seven and nine. A a Jeff Fisher hints,
1: Y'all, I'm I'm already in like a a bleak emotional place right now. Do we really want to bring such erotic charge into the show
0: <laughs> we are about to discuss speaking endlessly of... sweaty men
1: so... oh no i meant jeff fisher yeah we know okay <laughs> to be clear
0: speaking so... of wet wh- speaking of wet is roman reigns
1: that Fisher's hair got now. that wet not, hair look. He's not that wet anymore. He's,
2: he's,
0: he's not dried that wet up a little bit. Yeah. Triple <laughs> as wet as Triple H.
1: That's a shame. That was the thing that I thought he really had going for him, that nice young man with the hair. <laughs> Distinct he,
0: he, he was
2: insanely wet. I d I don't know. Maybe he see he got leukemia and he went away for a few months and then he came back and he wears his hair different now. Wait, in real life, or was this a thing no, people he really did got to make leukemia. them like him? Uh it, it 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 was it wasn't work leukemia, it was shoot leukemia.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's a worse leukemia.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's the bad kind. Okay.
1: He he was you he to, was You uh, want to avoid that.
2: He was booked to uh whatever he was booked to do, he beat leukemia.
1: Excellent. So I bet that made everyone like him now, right? Yes, no. they all no. love him now. No, they
2: all love him. <laughs> they, like they could not stand him and then he came out his first uh his first night back from leukemia to deliver a long long speech. Fans are hanging on every word after before he got sick, of course they chant. it would chant, "asshole, fuck you, you mm-hmm. know, boo, like they fucking hated this guy." He got sick. He
0: came back, and now they love him.
2: Mm. So sometimes you gotta get sick. I don't. Know.
0: And sli- and slightly less moist. He's much that's... drier. In his
2: he is much <laughs> drier. Also, he no longer wears like tactical uh, vests to wrestle in. I don't think. I, I think he's just like tank top guy now.
0: As as far as I can tell. It's because he's, yeah, it's because, you know, you can't, you can't do that and have people like you and like, ah, tactic vest. So many pockets. No one needs that many pockets.
2: Yeah. And like, why is this allowed? I can't punch
0: him in the chest. (laughs) That's not fair. That's not, (laughs) that's, I had leukemia. What are you doing? Oh, in the slam. (laughs) Like fucking come out in riot gear. Yeah. This is just what I wear to wrestling matches. (laughs) <laughs> could i be a could i be the first person to have like cancer and come back and be a heel <laughs>
1: like oh i had cancer you can't do that oh in the slam we didn't have cancer cancer had you yeah, that's <laughs> he's that's gonna be a thing. people's favorite I, I'm sure now this has
2: been done but I can't, I can't just give him time they'll be booing him again in a few months as soon as that he is- wins like two matches they'll hate him again
0: that is Georgia Tech's own
2: Joe Anoa'i. Georgia Tech's own all ACC defensive lineman. As Joe previously Anowye. discussed in this program, the ACC is your superior wrestling conference. Uh, ACC legend The Rock, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, although there is the SEC representative with uh, Thaddeus Bullard, a.k.a. WWE's own Titus O'Neil. Bill Goldberg would probably take top billing there, but Bill, Bill, yeah, Bill Goldberg, no moves, Bill Goldberg, absolutely
2: no, none. One move, one, one move, move, one move, <laughs> enough moves. to defeat the Big Ten's Brock Lesnar. That's true. <laughs> the who Big has, Ten, who also I, has
0: one move. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, the Big Ten does have another. Like I think more likable representative. They've got uh, they got Big E. Right. That's that's they got that's, Big that's, E. They got Seth Rollins,
2: who didn't play, but he claims Iowa hard. They got Ric Flair.
0: That's true. Minnesota University of Minnesota's own Ric Flair. You know? Although Rick like say, saying like active wrestler Ric Flair is just problematic. Yeah. I mean he's
2: seventy and in uh staggeringly alive, I think would be a good way to put it. But he he is a uh part of the storyline at this year's WrestleMania because Drax kicked his ass. <laughs> he came I out, am yeah, just to just to catch everyone up on some things. Yeah, no, that's sure. that's the story. That's what happened. Drax Batista, who plays Drax, uh, beat up Ric Flair. So now he's in a
0: match. Came out of came this out of nowhere, be, right?
2: Complicated sometimes. Well, it's just you to look up and there's Drax killing Ric Flair.
0: Uh, not in the so blue, this is green. sort
2: of this is sort of what I wanted what I wanted to discuss about about WrestleMania here. Not so much WrestleMania preview. Because, as always, you could you could go and find a podcast that could uh, give you uh, more complete information. Although, any questions on this year's card, I can answer to the most, best of my knowledge as a uh, delapsing fan, I guess I could put it. Like, as, as my daughter gets into this stuff, it's like, oh, I'm suddenly very, very aware of wrestling in a way I haven't been since, like, high school. That's I but, mean if Drax uh, is involved. It's much better, than is being here, a, so.
0: much, much better than being a prolapsing fan, in my opinion.
2: Disgusting. <laughs> I thought we were done talking about Arkansas. <laughs> That's sexy. We should
1: probably just end the show right there. <laughs> Absolute, I sort of, I sort absolutely. Absolutely not.
2: Discuss how the pro wrestling as a storytelling device if you if you pay attention to it for an extended period of time, any period in your life, you you, you know, you you come in and out of it, you you pick up on how this thing is it functions much at you know it's it's like a simplified metaphor for how the universe works the rules of the universe the zero zero sum rule of the universe you know the only way for one thing to become more powerful is to destroy at least part of another thing that's how galaxies work that's how animals stay alive like that is the rule of the universe and it's the rule of wrestling it and it, it's it's how things work right like the only way the only way to, to increase your the audience attention in you which is the currency which is the energy of this thing is to either win cheat or
0: be funny you know what i'm saying well and let me just put it this way too structurally structurally we have some real similarities here right um every single person who says this is like you know oh this is this is one big thing it's not it's not it's actually like This kind of uneasily slapped together, like, system of smaller conferences slash circuits that have been built under, like, an enormous bigger one, right? That really doesn't know what to do with itself at all, right? Are there meaningless titles? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to tell me being, like, Conference USA champion isn't basically, like, you know, the Mid-South, Midwestern Atlantic Transcontinental Championship belt. Yeah. We've got those. Same thing. It's the exact same thing. You might win the belt. You might get the undercard, but you're not getting a shot at the big one. That That's reserved for, like, eight people. Sure. I mean,
2: if, if it's, like, specifically college football, I think that yeah, is. I mean, it is everything. But, like, locally speaking, that's there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could, you could start at the very, like, okay, uh, the uh, athletes are not really compensated in a way they should be. Everything is kind. There, only a very, very, very small, select group of people actually have a chance to compete for the championships that matter. You know, you can go on and on and on forever about how wrestling is college football,
0: specifically. Yeah, but no, but generally speaking, one hundred percent the case in every single like Mike skills. Mike skills can get you so far. Like, so can cheating. You can even just cheat, like flat up cheat.
2: Sure. Sure. You can just straight up cheat. You can have a, say, a, a a monstrous heel who's been built up for years and years and years and years and years. And everyone's sick of this guy. Everyone wants this guy to lose, but knows it's not going to happen. Um, just, oh, here he comes again. Here, here it's, it's fucking Brock Lesnar's music. Here comes this guy. And then, bam, 44 to 16. What happened? Oh, shit. The little guy just beat Brock Lesnar's ass and everyone saw it. It's Clemson, by the way. Yeah, oh, it was that that happened, right? Yeah, that did happen at this <laughs> this past year's football mania. Mm. Football mania. <laughs> <laughs> but you see like as you as you uh pay attention to this stuff, you see these storytelling rhythms in other in other works if you're a person with any kind of a college degree anywhere near the um the liberal arts, this is the kind of shit you would discuss in college and people would use words like postmodernist and you'd say, "Hmm, yes, I know what that means." But like when you look at it as a act of storytelling, you, you, and and you deconstruct it a little bit, you it's this shit is just everywhere. It's just the simplest version of every story that anyone ever tells. Like take you know take the most popular thing right now, the MCU. How do they set up that someone is strong? They have them beat up the Hulk, you know. And 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 if it's any anybody short of Thanos, the Hulk has to have an excuse for why he lost. Well, an airplane was shooting, my so pants. I had to go jump on the airplane. My
0: oh my, my green dick was out. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: my big I tripped o- my dick is so big I tripped over it.
1: We all have great Hulk voices is one thing that
2: I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or you have uh Jeff Goldblum uh is a crooked ref. That happens in Ragnarok. So, and that's that's the Hulk's excuse. Or Thor's excuse, yeah. whichever it was. But you know The system of power and things setting up other things is all wrestling is built on. And that works for everything. And 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 I think that's the that's the thesis that I would just like to express here is everything is wrestling.
0: Hulk Hulk put Thanos over. Right, right. Exactly. That's that. that's what that is.
2: Yeah. Thanos is new guy in town. How do we demonstrate in scene one? This is the baddest dude. Well, he beats the Hulk in a way completely unlike the Hulk has ever been beaten. It didn't like take how- three minutes like it's, you know, 10 minutes like it took Iron Man. It took like one second. It was over it was a squash match. I love how... uh,
1: Squash.
0: Hulk squash. Like his (sighs) dick. (laughs) Hulk Hulk playing any racket sport is really entertaining to me. (laughs) Just, Just not handling it all well. Stop hitting balls so hard. Hulk not move laterally. Hulk's ankle's very fragile. The... The other, I love this idea of being put over because like the idea of like, oh man, you put somebody over and suddenly that, you know, they're a champion, right? Right. Like that, that's just, everyone's like, oh yeah, they're, they're the top dog now. That is, that's so unique to wrestling, right? And not to actually any other combat sport or any other sport for that matter, right? Especially football, right? Like this is pit, like pit. It's like, oh man, like. Pitt finally beat a big team, man. They're good now. They're the champ. They're the big dog. We would never say that with a straight face, right? Like Miami put Pitt over or Clemson put Pitt over. Nope. They're going to lose the next week.
2: That's
0: just just going to happen.
2: (laughs) When something happens like Pitt beats the number two team, your wrestling equivalent of that is house show. Yeah <laughs> that shit didn't happen. No one saw it.
0: <laughs> no dude, I was in the stands for it. Sure
2: you were in the stands for it. I was it. in the I was in the stands when Daniel Bryan got pinned. He's no longer the champ. Oh, mm. oh, did you did you get video of that? No, cuz they took your no. phone. Didn't happen. Yeah,
0: that's a dark show. That's just not <laughs> That's that's a dark match and uh, guess what? Next week never happened. Never happened. You didn't never see happened. shit. Clemson Definitely loses at Syracuse. Dark match dark match it might mean it might be that building is pretty old (laughs) it's pretty the lighting isn't great in there okay (laughs) we listen we saw what we saw
2: we all have our theories on what happened that dark night in syracuse
0: is this is that like when lebron got dunked on by like a high schooler at a basketball camp and nike (laughs) tried to confiscate the tape nope yeah yeah that's uh yeah Yeah, that that happened
1: tell me this story
0: I can't remember how many years ago this was, but it was at um it was at some sort of like McDonald's All-America type camp and uh man, some high schooler just saw his moment in a game and it played out right and he yammed on LeBron. Like beautiful. <laughs> on, like which is a great moment in that young man's life. And uh Nike Nike heard about it and just was like no, no, never happened. I'm sorry. Look into Teach This is the controversy. <laughs> it was like look into look into this light. You saw Swamp Gas. That's what happened. Like they did, the com- they tried to memory hole in Men in Black the uh, the LeBron dunk tape, and I think it eventually got out. Is what yeah, I it remember. got out, but they were mostly successful. I mean, I mostly because like we had to explain it. Right, this should be something everybody knows that LeBron completely got yammed on by a high schooler,
2: and and to an extent, it's like a uh, what's it called the Straysand this
1: hasn't been owned by a teen true that just makes him relatable
0: that was i think that's peak dad lebron right is to get owned by a (laughs) team that's (laughs) not nothing more dad than that like he wants to be like a great sort of you know father figure all around for his teammates for the community for everyone that's that's what you do as a dad somebody yams on you and you're like oh back in the day that would never happen to me i don't know i don't know I
2: don't think that's quite a dad thing, because I think the dad thing is, like, uh, y- you have such the gripping fear of your impending mortality that, abs- you know, you will defeat this teen. You want this so much more than this teen ever ever could, you know.
0: Is that when you just start calling glass, hitting jumpers? <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I think the dad thing is to go nowhere near the rim. First of all, that's that's your yeah. There's no, thing. It's no,
0: it's d- danger. I'm not going da- in there. No, that's there's elbows in there. Fundamentals don't happen in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, geometry can't help me in there. <laughs> <laughs> like as in the fake Mike Malloy Twitter thread, the greatest of all time, talking about some guy in a Taz shirt and a pair of Umbros who's like sixty. <laughs> Putting up bank shots and yelling Bob Pettit at him. Right? Yeah, the, the one where the, this dude played at Navy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the Holy Cross. He's like, he's like, dude was an all-star at Holy Cross at 57. And he was hitting <laughs> flat-footed jumpers on me. <laughs> That's what LeBron needs to do. Like, he needs to score. He needs to do 28-10-10 until he's like 42. But just do it differently, right? Like, never leaving his feet when he's 38. Never. Just doing the dad thing. Just ever inching ever more and more
2: to being a mid range shooter, because like the kids shoot the threes de- these days. Now that LeBron's old, he can't do that.
0: No, no, no. That, He's that's got for a the kids bank. He's just got to study Tim Duncan film.
1: <laughs> wow, that's way harsh, Ty.
0: <laughs> He's just got nothing but Tim Duncan, right? Like Glass Baby,
2: Glass. Can <laughs> Call you me imagine like having to caffeinate your way through Tim Duncan film?
1: <laughs> Duncan. You're gonna need some Duncan.
0: It's probably eventually you're like, this is the Steely Dan of basketball moves, man. Just the studio work. It's so precise <laughs> and mellow. Watching Tim Duncan is like when uh
2: yeah, it's it's Super Bowl halftime show or Grammy show or whatever, and some band is on that you don't care about, and like but one of your band friends is there and they're like, Oh dude, the bass player's fucking killing it. <laughs> You're like,
0: like, I'm sure he is. I'm yeah. sure he's really great. I I don't <laughs> Sure, yeah. Look, the ball bounced like how to make every shot hit the rim three times and go in. That's every shot must hit three surfaces. That's how washed I am. <laughs> I need I need to lean on actual matter and energy to get this to go in instead of determination, will, and skill. I'm playing pinball. That's, that's it. That's I all, I I'm play that's it. This is basically just cornhole, but with a basketball and the hoop. That's what we're doing here.
2: I'm so old, I know what pinball is.
0: <laughs> I'm calling bank cuz I'm an old man and I check my balance frequently. That's that's I'm calling what Calling
1: bank cuz I got a Roth IRA. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
0: just call, calling out all my investments as I <laughs> Index fund. <laughs> Bonk. Another jumper. That's what LeBron needs to do. It'd be so sublime if he did that. Love that the other the other wrestling thing like as in everything is wrestling um i and I, I missed this i think this is like an important thing that we need to somehow bring back was um everything is basically talking about something else right mm-hmm. when i address like when i address the crowd sound like and i'm talking about you know the issue at hand i'm not actually talking about the match between me and say uh daniel bryan Right? No, no, no. What Daniel Bryan's actually doing is getting everybody mad about like the environment. That would be an insanely hairy match. (laughs) That's
1: too man.
0: That's too much hair.
1: They would just call that the data doke.
0: We would just have to grab beards, right?
2: Ah! For for Daniel Bryan, picture Spencer if he shaved everything
0: but his face.
1: Gross.
0: Yeah, just like um, imagine like the beard gripping. Ah! Who will yield first? But with like, like Steve, like Stone Cold Steve Austin's rivalry with Vince McMahon was not about that. It was about on Monday night watching everybody in America go to work for the first day since the weekend, and then coming home and being like, "I'm going to watch a guy kick the shit out of his boss." Yeah, like what greater, more rewarding thing is that? That was the heat there. Daniel Bryan's like heel. Daniel Bryan's like it's not a heel turn that he's gotten, but like. The sort of like extremely woke environmentalist, right? Like semi-Marxist thing he's got going they got on. They eco-terrorist wrestler? They do. They do. <laughs> he's the champ. He's the champ right now. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. And, oh, no. He did an entire monologue that was basically like, Vince, you're part of a generation that squandered America's greatness so you could have bigger garages.
1: Spot the lie.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> like, You go to the grave yeah, a worthless awesome. waste of time and space.
2: He he really could probably win like the Democratic nominee. He just comes out there and says the realest shit, and everyone's like, <laughs> like it, you can tell what part of the country they're in based on their reaction. Like yeah. if they're out west, they'll be like, big pop. I, I, I realize pop we're, would we're like obligated down. to boo this guy, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's
1: making a compelling argument. Spill it. <laughs> Like
0: he's basically like if they're on the west coast, man, he gets the DSA like oh, uh, like uh, you know overture plan. Like they they're for it, you know. If they're in the south, oh, yeah, he
2: gets the big Antifa pop.
0: <laughs> if they're in the south, it's not yeah, quite the bring, black block Antifa. Alabama, group hug. it's not quite. Yeah, it ain't quite hitting in Alabama. I, I but think, like oh, he's de-
2: he's definitely a heel. He's he's basically playing the cartoon version of himself because like. He is from Washington. He is, you know... Uh, so it's like a,
1: being a blogger.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Like, he like he is a hipster environmentalist and all this stuff, but, like, he was a good guy for years and years, and he was the, in a way, the Stone Cold character in one of the biggest WrestleManias ever, where, like, the company kind of really was out to, you know, they didn't want this hairy little weirdo to be the face of the company, but the fans just hijacked everything And eventually the storyline merged with what the fans wanted to put this little goofy looking guy as the champ. He kind of got sick of being a good guy, became the bad guy and decided the easiest way to do this is just to be over the top version of himself. And now, full circle folks, now he's the bad guy as another guy is doing the same underdog company against me story um, to try to take his title. Which they just, been, they just play the hits. They just which, play the hits over and over.
0: In another instance of we're not really talking about the match, Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Who is who is African American? Yeah. And part and part of the All African American trio uh New Day. Kofi Kofi has been like going to outlandish lengths to get his title shot. Lengths that you might say are twice as good as everyone else's, right? <laughs> just yep. to get the same shot. We're not really talking, like, the writers do this all the time. We're not really talking about that when we talk about Kofi Kingston. Like, oh, why wouldn't he get a shot? No, everybody knows. Yeah, we, we all kind of know why he hadn't got a shot and why he's having
2: to jump through all these extra hoops and why he has to literally, like, beat six guys in a row just to earn the right for his friends to then beat 12 guys in a row just for them to finally have a chance to maybe win, a tit- win like, jerks, like, fucking randy orton get a title shot every eight minutes and kofi has to spend you know a decade grinding for just one like we kind of know what we're talking about here and because it's wrestling there's like this fascinating subtext of like no they really did this shit to black athletes for years and years and years Uh, like and now it's i i'm just i'm really fascinated by the kofi Kingston story because like how aware is vince mcmahon of his role in the story because he has played (laughs) he has played roles in this story behind the scenes. We know this. And now he's playing it in public as the bad guy, as the guy intentionally holding down the black athlete that the crowd loves. There's a lot going on here, man.
0: Yeah. But doing it also, like if you've watched it um, and I've watched, I've watched like most of the Kofi Kingston storyline in doing that, Vince walks a very fine line because they have him playing a role. Right. And he can't come out and just be like, cartoonishly racist, right? Which he has done before, to be fair. Yeah, which everyone in the WWE at one point prior to um, 2019? Mm, Something around. I mean, Hulk Hogan's back, so. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, Um, Has done that uh, to, to some extent or another. So they have him playing like a very fine line. Right now, he's kind of like mute, smug, institutionalized racist. That's sort of where he's been playing it, not explicitly overtly, theatrically racist, right? Right, right. He he's just looked like the man. It's
2: he has it's a, I would say um there are only there are just enough details coded just in a specific way where you it's 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 clear the story they're telling. It's just Vince McMahon's role in it that makes this okay, this is this is a lot to
0: process. Well, and now and now what they're doing is pitting the pitting daniel bryan against him right yeah so nobody wins right <laughs> like, no. <Yeah. laughs> like taking taking the two like taking the two sort of i guess like the primary two planks up- of the democrat party yeah and, and pitting them against each other in the name of making Vince McMahon money like either <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, like that's what's- either either you want people to get a fair shot regardless of the color of their skin or or you you like the environment, like fucking can't can't we just like both? Can't they be on a team or something?
0: Yeah, could, I don't. <laughs> Kofi Kingston out here pulling the mid major thing too, right? Like <laughs> Kofi Kingston doing the well Boise. In order to get into the national title chase, you must pull off these five impossible oh, moves. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, in college football terms, Kofi
2: is this year's UCF without question, except, um. Kofi fans are actually uh, fun and good people, <laughs> and yeah, not pains online. <laughs> not bad at online. <laughs> actually fun to be next to in real or digital spaces.
0: Another thing that will get you another thing where uh wrestling's very much like tells the story of the rest of the world. Um, it helps to be related to somebody. Yep. If, if you want a job. Because because yeah. that's. That's all over the place. Uh,
2: the I mean, no holes. I mean, you are again going to see this year Shane McMahon jump off some shit. Uh, he has a fight against former tag teammate The Miz, who some of you might know from uh, MTV Real World like two decades ago. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a wrestler now. He's pretty good. He's actually really good. No, he's And, he's and Shane McMahon is terrible. He just jumps off shit.
0: Yeah, but I will say this, and we have to explain this to Holly. Shane McMahon is Vince McMahon's son. Shane McMahon is the I o-
1: that up. he's the
0: only good fail son. <laughs> okay. He's the only good fail son. And I will say this because Shay McMahon understands that he's not a good wrestler, but he works really, really hard and uh, jumps like off of 20 foot metal cages for the company.
2: Yes. Okay. yes. Love this me is dead. the one thing he does. Ah. I think it, I think. The only thing is they take they take up five to ten minutes at the biggest show of the year for Shane to do this. I think mm. everyone would like Shane's role a lot more if it was literally just like, Shane's music plays. Look at him. There he goes. <whistles> All right. Thanks, Shane. You have now earned your keep for the He's next He's like a year. mascot. He really is. It's, it's, it's like if Trump Jr. just went and just shot himself in the hand every day for our amusement. Like, we'd like him a lot more if he did that,
0: right? Mm-hmm. I hope he's listening. We'd like you a lot more if you did that. Just think about it. That and uh that and and it also like in terms of relation of terms of you know relationships in terms of what the Chinese would call Quan Chi. in terms of having an in. I don't know. The No Holds Barred match is Triple H versus Batista. Uh Triple H kind of tied into the company he's married to the he's married to the daughter of vince mcmahon like in real life that that's happened that, yeah that, he's he's a- if it
2: whenever whenever vince's um advancing age forces a change at the top triple h will literally be in charge triple h and stephanie mcmahon will literally be in charge um and yeah he, he also books himself to win every year at wrestlemania
0: this year he's facing drax the murderer of rick flair Ric Flair is fine, by the way. I mean, he's not fine because he's Ric Flair, but. (laughs) He hasn't been fine for about 45 years, (laughs) but. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. It's going to be. Woo. Woo. Woo!
2: (laughs) The gimmick of this match is that it's a uh, retirement match for Triple H, which like, okay, you're going to retire to running the company. Yeah. Like what, what kind of stakes are these? Or You, you don't have to exercise what, anymore.
0: What Batista's got to retire to,
2: if that's if he loses, right? No, he doesn't have any six because he'll just go make Guardians
0: three. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, Batista could just Batista has absolutely nothing to lose here, right? Right, 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 because he'll just go act. If you've not read the Tampa Bay Times profile of Batista, <laughs> oh, it's excellent. It's incredible.
1: I can't even pick a part of it to quote.
0: <laughs> There's an entire section where it explains all of his tattoos and it contains more like depth content and per- character development than like 50 of movies i've seen it's amazing including
1: the part where he like calls ron howard up and he's like hey do you mind if i use imagine for my production company and they're like kind of <laughs>
0: <laughs> why do you like tampa there's like a whole it's incredible like it's He's 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 going through a divorce in the article. He's like, I miss my dogs, sitting in his like man. Okay, I yeah. feel that one. Yeah, sitting in his man cave, <laughs> just with like you know, he's like yeah, serious like alpha male shit in this house. It's got you know, he describes it as that. Yeah, <laughs> Dave ba- Dave Batista rules. That is generally the like takeaway from this profile. Uh, also, by the way, just I don't know Charlotte Flair. These are people, by the way, who are good wrestlers. Sometimes great wrestlers, you know, yeah. but like it's a family business for sure. Oh, do we have, by the way, do we have like otherwise marginalized subcultures which, uh, which contributed greatly to the development of the sport but have still been relegated to the undercard? Absolutely. Samoa Joe yeah, versus in fact, Rey Mysterio. facing each other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Rey Mysterio's in this? Rey Mysterio. I should point out that the only wrestling I understand is Lucha.
2: Yeah. Because Lucha Underground used
1: to tape near my house.
2: He's 44
0: years old. Okay, I will tune in for Rey
1: Mysterio.
0: Yeah, all the innovation, all the interesting stuff, just like in football, happens out in the frontier. Never happens in the big time. They just port it in and kind of feature it and work it into the bigger thing. Just the Borg cranking and assimilating away.
1: That's still the most like supportive and welcoming sporting event I've ever been to.
0: It really, it really is. Independent wrestling, Lucha overall. Just, just big a big old cuddly experience that, you know, sometimes you get a 280 pound man thrown in your lap. But you know what? That's a kind of a hug.
1: We made friends with a lot of juggalos.
0: Yeah. Great people.
2: <laughs> you have, um... Yeah, Charlotte Flair is a contentious figure in this household because my daughter really fucking hates Charlotte Flair. Like, yeah. good God, yeah. More than she hates anything in the world, I'm pretty sure. Like, there was, there was one night... Charlotte is talking, Ric Flair's daughter, a-, a really, really good wrestler, a uh, crazy good athlete, is talking on the TV. I look over my daughter, the look on her face, I'm like, holy shit, I've never seen that before. This is the magic of wrestling. <laughs> I, I hate that person. Who was that for you growing up that you were like, god damn, I hate that guy? Uh, I didn't hate anyone to the degree that she hates her- Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever, like... As far as wrestling, I've never hated anyone. but I mean, I don't know if I've ever really hated any people other than, like, actual evil people, you know?
1: Was there an inciting incident that brought this on for her? Do you know?
2: I think uh, it's a few things. One, she's tall. My daughter's very short. Um, Gymnasized. Uh, I think that's one thing. Uh, I think she doesn't like the attitude, the perceived, which which Charlotte Flair very much plays on, is this, like, inherited, you know, dynastic kind of thing Vic flair's daughter even though clearly she's good on her own but she realizes if she plays this up the crowd hates it so she's going to you know Mm -hmm. uh and and a lot of stuff perceived smugness and also my daughter's decided she really likes becky lynch becky lynch is currently Ah. basically if stone cold steve austin was a lady from ireland and there's that's really almost literally all you need to know about the character um
1: her, she is, her, she, her breaking she, she,
2: moment was about a year ago she just beeped the shit out of charlotte flair with a chair and then the crowd's like oh yes this is good she does this all the time <laughs> that we have decided this, this is a quality lady we like her a lot <laughs> we we've decided this lady that we were like kind of like yeah she's pretty good she's fine she's one you know she's just one of you know she she didn't stand out until she did this and then immediately every wrestling fan said all right book it yep put her put her in we're good we're See, all on board this is
0: relevant because the, the wrestler I hated growing up was Ric Flair. Really? Because yeah, well, because I was a kid, man. You know, and like huh. Ric Flair was the guy who came in and was like, "You're too poor. You're too, you're too dumb and poor, and and you don't have the style and class I have." And I'm like a Dusty Rhodes guy, right? And then a Macho Man guy, you know. And Ric Flair, like Ric Flair, was hurting my feelings, man. <laughs> which is what he was supposed to do. Why he was cool, you know? But when you're yeah. 8, you don't get the meta, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess you also don't get that it's like uh it's kind of it's supposed to be aspirational. Right. Or like you if, know, you're, if you, you can be a Ric Flair person
0: and be poor? You just you're saying you just want to act like Ric Flair. Right, exactly, right? You didn't get that when you're 8, right? All I saw was, you know, somebody was talking shit about my beloved Dusty Rhodes, mm-hmm. pointing out that he was less than toned. We know that his belly's a little big. <laughs> he said it himself.
2: <laughs> Man of the people, Dusty Rhodes. See, Man I of was, the people. <laughs> I was a Ric Flair fan at about that age, but only probably only because my uh, granddad, who introduced me to this shit, he was. So, like, I, I see what you're saying. You don't really, you don't really develop that on your own unless it's handed down to you. No,
0: no, no. Like, like later on, Ric Flair would be on WCW, and you know, my much wiser. Postmodern wrestling watching self could be like, oh man, Ric Flair's cool as hell. A little sad, but cool as hell. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm gonna soak I'm gonna soak in all the layers right now with you, buddy. You know? Like you could appreciate it. And the robes, you're like, Well, the robes were pretty cool. But you know, he was he was he'd heard him. He'd he you know, he would say how weird the macho man was. Yeah. Macho man was born weird. He's here for he's here for all the lunatics, y'all. <laughs> It's so good to be represented. I know. <laughs> it was. I, I like Drax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> these these jokes will never go over your head. Your reflexes are far too fast. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, that's why I hated Ric Flair. I was supposed to hate Ric Flair. Yeah. And then I realized I was, you know, that you're like, oh, that's the genius of this art form. <laughs> but as an eight year old, I was like, he's calling me poor. Screw that guy. I'm gonna root for Dusty Rhodes because he believes in America. Cause he's poor too. He, he's, he's, he's not, yeah, he's he's not actually poor. <laughs> Cause he's for the people. Reach out and touch my hand. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then later Macho and then later Macho Man. You know, Macho Man was my maturing, you know, like when you go, Ah, me, a sophisticated gentleman <laughs> 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 Now that I am a man. Now that I am a man who understands complexity and has developed exquisite taste, <laughs> as a man of twelve years old, <laughs> which by, by the way, looking back on it, I take back none of this. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, phases.
2: You know, you you go and like maybe maybe at some age it's like, oh, I appreciate Dean Malenko and his incredible his incredible holds and the chain wrestling and the you know the, the, the yeah. st- strategic, and then it's like fuck that.
0: <laughs> macho man let's go back to macho man give me the elbow <laughs> <laughs> who needs to think about this shit like when they would show when the macho man would be relaxing at home and it was just macho man in like a lame vest and the, at the aviators or the like oakleys like that. in my home with my beautiful wife <laughs> <In> this pool yeah <laughs> And you go, no, man, that's actually aspirational. <laughs> I know some people are like, man, Ric Flair is so cool. I'm like, no, I actually want that house. Yeah, I want to sit there in the wraparound Oakleys, <laughs> looking <laughs> swole and kind of like so tan I'm dirty. Just being real fired up and deranged. <laughs> yeah, you may not like it. Just <laughs> learn to accept it. <laughs> you know, doing doing like whipping out whipping out coffee accessories for. My my big you know like promos right? The cream will rise to the top. <laughs> 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 yeah, that that was the more sophisticated me. And you know what? Ric Flair hated him too. Yeah,
1: hated him. Yeah. So,
0: so you go from hating Ric Flair to liking Macho Man to like what? What's next on the progression here? Uh, the the next was a long departure, but then like right. I think everybody goes through. Everybody goes through sports of like ter- periods of being a lay wrestling fan, you know, mm-hmm. where you just, oh, yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm not practicing at the moment, you know, I'm not attending right. services. <laughs> I don't
1: have a church. home. I don't
0: have a church. Yet, you know, like I didn't have a church home. I haven't for found a while. My church was, home. Yeah. I was devoutly WCW, you know, that was like, especially in college, you know, like pre-college. And then just like leading up to college and in college where, you know, you had to watch nitro because nitro was going through the NWO era. Right. Hmm which sort of fed into the wwe attitude era you could just surf right into that once you know wcw was canceled and effectively merged with wwe so you kind of went into that that was what my dad called me at like you know 12 30 at night one night after they went to Imagine and was like i think they really arrested stone cold <laughs> <laughs> you know like <laughs> like dad I'm, I'm pretty sure this is still a kid show i don't think that was real no 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 i seen it
2: this is another thing they did with Becky Lynch. They arrested her in uh they arrested her in Atlanta, matter of fact. Really? Yeah, she spent the night in she spent the
0: night in Fulton County. For beating up Charlotte Flair with for, the chair?
2: For beating the shit out of somebody with a crutch.
0: Dang! I think, I think. That's assault, y'all. Yeah. Did did they get real serious about it too? They're like, oh, she's being charged with assault. Something like that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Just this make was, it like in th- wrestling was, court. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're going you're going to wrestler court the judge is the undertaker which <laughs> By the supposedly way, wrestling... in like the uh when when they do like uh locker room fines and stuff like you know you you left your smelly socks on the floor that's 10 bucks like supposedly you really do actually have to take this before the undertaker or at least when he was around it really was his job to preside over the so
1: he's the... like the ra <laughs> right yeah yes, no yeah yes.
2: <laughs> from the ra from
1: oh, no, beyond wait, what is the, the Hogwarts grave. thing he's head boy
0: yeah he was head boy <laughs> By the way, that like, was the dead boy. <laughs> the, de- the deadest boy. <laughs>
2: the fun the well, not really fun, but the interesting thing about the main event of this year also in it is Ronda Rousey. You got you got a three lady match. Everybody just wanted it to be Becca versus Becky versus Ronda. They threw Charlotte in as well. Sure, that's fine. But like the storyline for, for this thing has been just a complete fucking mess like the opposite of the very clean and tidy Kofi versus uh, Brian match. The the lady match is the actual main event, but like they've they've thrown in like Becky's suspended, Becky's unsuspended, Becky's suspended, unsuspended. She's injured. She, she, she's using crutches. Like she spent the last two months either she suspended or injured the entire time. And uh, throughout this, Rousey is also playing up this. I know wrestling is fake. Actually, wrestling is fake, and I could beat up all these people for real. Like, that's oh, is she doing? Is
0: she, is she doing the CM Punk thing? But actually, yeah. with like with actually with like MMA skills,
2: right? Yeah, like yeah, she she's doing the the Vince Russo shit and backed by the actual knowledge that she's completely right. So, like, they, they kind of they toyed with, like, is she going to snap? Is she going to go along with it? And everyone's like, no, this is fucking stupid. Just give us our make-believe pretend <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> nonsense. Let's just go with that. <laughs> like we don't we're want actual for- competition
0: here, please. We're, we're here for this. <laughs> we're here for the fake shit, thank you. Yeah, we don't want her just doing arm bars. They're kind of boring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, we know she could murder everyone in the ring we are that's already she could already beat up every woman on earth except for like exactly two but yeah
0: it's like and it's like her and brock lesnar like people people who would actually completely smoke somebody in a ring right
2: yeah. yeah like this is already known we don't need we we don't need to prove this but that's been going on as well they, they somehow took the gift of like we have these three women wrestlers who are all talented one of them is insanely popular. One of them has mainstream crossover appeal. Um, and one of them brings in like longtime fans and they somehow fucked it up to make it the, the most complicated. It is college possible. football. Exactly. See?
0: Let's how do we make hey, this?
1: What if instead of doing the the easy, smart thing, we did the dumb hard thing.
0: Expand the playoff to three teams. Make the SEC 14 teams and bring in Missouri. <laughs> Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. Take the Big Ten and make it inaccurate and watered down. Maryland is in the Midwest now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <Crab>. <laughs> that famous Midwest dish, crab cakes. <laughs> I also...
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. What would hot dish do with crab cakes? <laughs> oh,
0: God, No! Do you, do, you, do you put mayonnaise on these? Is that
2: a
1: thing you do? I have a new nightmare.
2: What if you did the, a meal confining all the cuisines of the Big Ten?
0: Oh, God. Oh, like,
1: God. That is an off-season episode that is going to fester.
0: The turd uckin?
1: Rude, <laughs> but accurate.
0: Blech, little New so, Jersey.
2: Little Minnesota. Little Ohio. It would be
0: so bad. So, just that's just a lot cut of up hot
1: dogs in everything.
0: Speaking of cut up hot dogs, Randy Orton is uh,
1: <laughs> wow,
0: <laughs> dude, looks actually, like Dave Batista's head. You want to talk about cut up? That man has
2: the lumpiest head on earth. He I'm does sorry have... if this is a condition or something, but my god,
1: a uh, condition <laughs> of what? <laughs> I don't some... know,
2: sc- sc- skull lumpiness.
0: So so swole that, you know, you just stretch the very material limits This motherfucker your... looks like Darth Maul. Yeah. <laughs> for my next trick, I will wrestle cut in half.
1: I'm sorry, Mrs. Batista. It's swole skull. It's incurable. <laughs> yes.
0: He's just got to become bigger and bigger until this sort of looks okay. Like when they were doing makeup for Drax, they had to like
2: spackle in the gaps in his lumpy skull. Wait, I would really? imagine. I would I
1: mean they would have to. Look at I it. I would have believed that completely.
0: Oh. Or or you could just say it's like a feature of his alienness, which This is this is now canon. Yeah, technically. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, they had to do that. Just tell everyone.
2: You yeah, it took it this. took an extra hour.
0: It's official. Ran- Randy Orton is uh Randy Orton kind of looks like he's like he's one of those super smooth hairless buff dudes who's tanned a lot, so he kind of looks like he's just made of like you know, extremely well-done hot dogs. You know. Even though yeah. he, yes, he's he's not, to be clear. I think the wrestler wrestler currently working was actually made of hot dogs. Is that Bray Wyatt?
1: Hmm. Uh, no, this
2: dogs. is uh Kevin Owens.
0: Kevin Owens okay, yeah, that's true.
2: Who who wrestles in a sleeveless cutoff t shirt and big big shorts and <laughs> is not really like cut or toned in any way. Uh his whole gimmick is just I like to fight people. <laughs> I like to
0: beat ass. I like to
2: fight people because it's my job and it makes money for my family. That's his whole character. He's very funny, but like that's the entire pitch of the
0: character. <laughs> yeah, I like to fight people and dress like I'm going to the warp tour.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a nobility of purpose in that. I yeah,
0: no, I respect it. Or directness it. to a man. It's very two thousand three. Mm. You know,
2: he's very- like a he's a pro wrestler whose character is I'm a garage wrestler.
0: <laughs> I I I don't need an amp. I don't need a producer. I'm ready for this. Uh, uh, did we miss? Is there absolutely any other element of this universe as universe that we have missed?
2: I mean, that's the thing is is like you could go on
0: forever. If you're trying to just do the this college, this thing
2: is like that college football thing. If you're doing it specifically within those bounds, you could do this. for. I think this is one of the When we did a video of the shutdown full averse, like we did a whole episode and we had actual pro wrestlers on to throw us around. But the set or whatever, and like we did we do this forever.
0: Yeah, for instance, I
2: think of all the of all the this thing is college football jokes you could do. This might be the richest one, and and this is I realize I'm kind of saying like instead of jokes, I'm just going to say there are a lot of jokes, but like it, that really is how it is.
0: Yeah, you know like for instance, Vince McMahon being beaten up in the hospital with a bedpan. I did say that that was. That was Clemson, Alabama <laughs> This year Because <laughs> Alabama came into that game a little banged up Allegedly, oh, too bad Glong. Stone Cold Hits him with the bedpan and it makes The greatest noise ever recorded On network TV <laughs> I'm Just gonna say Swings it with authority Clean over his boss's head His actual boss's head, by the way That's what makes it so good and in addition to that, I think uh, I think you could easily say that uh, I'm just going to throw teams out to you real quick. I'm going to make this easy on you, okay? Right. We'll just throw like five, I'm going to throw like five college football teams or entities out at you, and you just tell me who they are, okay? Yeah, we can probably do this. I'll make them big and broad, so you won't have to like reach too far down, right? No, no, no like, no like, like. like. <laughs> who's Kent State? No one cares. Wow. <laughs> Florida.
2: Florida. Let's see here. Um,
0: <clears throat> story passed.
2: So you're good sort in the of 90s. Iffy, sort right? of that's, the, that's
0: the joke. You, you appear out of nowhere in the 90s. Yeah, good good out of nowhere in the 90s. You sort of hang around forever. Good in the 2000s as well. Uh, indifferent to bad results recently, but, you know, kind of getting it back together. Uh, very hit or miss fashion, of course. Yeah couple different gimmicks. (laughs) We've had some gimmicks that didn't really go well.
2: My dog is going crazy right now. I'm not quite sure why, in case you hear this racket. Talking wrestling, that's why. Hey, buddy! Fired up about the gators. (laughs) Go dogs! Uh, I think the appearing out of nowhere thing in the 90s, that sort of calls to mind The Undertaker. Also, he died a few times. Mm,
0: Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Return to a spot now would you say like return to a stable spot
2: yeah because they quit yeah Florida so did we just,
0: Florida should just quit yeah <laughs> that's it I always feel like the Undertaker was like Notre Dame it was all about entrance right <laughs> it took forever
2: that's Nebraska
0: yeah you gotta see
2: the entrance and then what you yeah, gotta and, see the entrance and then they lay
0: down I just
2: <laughs> and then it's, and then they just sort of lumber and,
0: and they just lumber around. Okay, number 2. Um if I go Roman Reigns.
2: Uh we did this, let's see. It's it's two different things. It was the one who wins all the time and you're sick of it. So that's Bama for a long time. Um just cuz no matter what you do, no matter how hard you boo, just comes out and wins. And it's not even exciting. It's the same three fucking moves. It's... Okay, here they go. They're signaling for the jump punch. For some reason, when you punch someone after jumping, it hurts a thousand times more. We get it. This is a Bama game, right? But now, uh, I I think sort of late in 2018, early in 2019, they both got real sick, didn't they? (laughs) Bama Bama and Roman Reigns. Mm Mm-hmm. So... You know, not 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 looking quite so invincible. Uh, I don't think Bama's going to come back with the crowd suddenly liking Bama, but it it does sort of give him a, a little bit of a. I don't know. It's not the same. <laughs> Fuck them. Still. Anyway, we'll go. We'll go um, with I have Roman one. Reigns as he was, as Bama.
0: I I have one to offer. Mm-hmm. Triple H is Ohio State, number usually number two, right? Mm. Yeah. At least the top four. Always inserting themselves into the conversation when nobody else wants to, right?
1: hmm
0: no, Why don't we talk about Triple H?
1: Isn't that Florida State?
0: <laughs> no, because no, no. <laughs> we, we oh, yeah.
2: That was Florida State for like a year. They fell back though.
0: It's yeah, Ohio yeah. State, I think. Appreciate it's a, it, Florida State. It's Ohio State. Um always wet and mad, right?
1: <laughs> How is that not Florida State?
0: <laughs> oh, just the aggrieved big big swole extremely well supplemented white dude who's just wet and mad and wants to talk about triple h you know
1: aren't there anybody in this league who dresses up like a dragon
2: Mm. (laughs) that's more of a lucha thing sadly i
1: know i'm just i'm looking for
2: I want Finn Balor to do it. That would be good. Finn Balor. He, he kind of does. He he dresses. Ugh, he's got this thing where he dresses up like a demon, and no one really knows why. And he's kind yeah, of he, he's invincible when he's the demon. But it's like, well, why don't he do it? That shit all the time, then. Is he, you know? Oh, I I want to change my Florida answer. This John Cena. He wrestles in jorts. This is easy. Oh it's yeah, easy that's material. true.
0: It's been a indi- yeah. And then like had like sort of an invincible streak, and then just got indifferent, right? Yeah, and the
2: same color scheme, right? Like he
0: would come out in blue and orange. Right, and I think he's his his like profile sort of fits the you know Florida went and did other things for a while. You know, yeah,
1: Florida is like the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards of the SEC.
0: Florida, Florida went and won I can at other something things. To somebody,
1: surely, but mostly it's just sticky. Will
2: Florida compete this year? Florida's on. Un- Florida's yet to decide.
0: Our softball team was incredible. <laughs>
2: <That's-> <laughs> it's one week before uh, before the festivities begin. Will Florida be competing? Eh, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Gimme, come on.
0: Defense. Let's say Florida hasn't booked an opponent at this time. Yeah, yeah. Florida's going to make a movie uh, with Amy Schumer and going to be really way better in it than you think they'll be.
1: John Cena was a revelation.
0: He was. John Cena should really be in every film if we're being honest about
1: John Cena. Like, for a long,
2: long time, he was the wrestler who fans were sick of. The dude is fucking awesome. He's hilarious. If you don't, if, if you haven't, if you have an Instagram account and you follow celebrities, follow him. He's fucking weird <laughs> as hell. And he's very
0: funny. Yeah. He's a, he's a delight. You should also follow Finn Balor on uh, Instagram because he will on his stories and on his videos occasionally just post himself oil. Cause he's very oily. He's a particularly oily wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will occasionally post videos of himself trying to oil up with other things like somebody will just hand him a jar of peanut butter and he's like hmm <laughs> he'll start rubbing it on his chest and then kind of go like oh this isn't baby oil <laughs> or vaseline he's like mm, it's not working it's the wrong consistency
1: stars yeah. they're just like us
0: yeah he's 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 a fine follow also you know just like constantly very a very crotch confident athlete half the photos are just him like at like waist level and you're like so much dude I mean, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're feeling it. Glad yeah. you're confident.
2: Definitely a dude who fully is fully aware of how attractive he is.
0: Yes, yes, one hundred percent.
2: No, no, no misconceptions. Nowhere yeah. in his mind is there a thought that he's not very attractive.
0: Um. Okay, that was that was my my claim. Triple H, congratulations. You're you're Ohio State, right down to the lame 3 world motorcycle that you ride.